0: This is Design Safe Radio, where natural hazards researchers strive to make our society more resilient to everything nature throws at us.
1: In the uh, the prior configuration, or what we would call the current state, um, the shake table facility—it's a rather large facility. It's outdoors. Um, it's the largest in the U.S. And um, it, it has a a, platen, a platform where we actually build the buildings and simulate the earthquakes. And that platform is 40 feet by 20 feet, 25 feet um, wide. So it's a rather large footprint and it has, well, it used to have uh, two actuators, one on either end of the long side, the longitudinal direction that would uh, push and pull the specimen in, in just that one uniaxial direction um, and it would simulate earthquakes. So we would feed it, um, it has a hydraulic system that we would feed it an input motion, a, a recorded ground motion from a previous um, earthquake, a well-known earthquake uh, that we want to simulate. And the hydraulic system would push enough uh, oil to these actuators to move the entire 40 foot by 25 foot platen with whatever structure you have on it. And it would simulate that earthquake. So it's rather fascinating. Um, one of the huge um, advantages to our facility, aside from the, the awesome uh, capability to simulate these earthquakes in pretty, pretty darn close fashion, um, is that it's outdoors. There's no height restrictions. So we can do you know, seven-story buildings that you can't really test in any other laboratory environment. And since we have such a large footprint, uh, many of our tests are done at full scale, which is also something that you can't really do in many other facilities.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty, I mean, there's maybe two other facilities in the world that are, you know, this kind of scale, or, or anyway, less than 10. There's, there's, there's not very many, you know, there's one in Japan that's bigger, but uh, that's indoors, so they've got a height <clears> restriction theoretically i mean it's still really huge but <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty massive <laughs> it was like an aircraft hangar but <clears throat> yeah the the amazing uh, benefit that you have of it being outdoors not not only yes sometimes it's affected by weather but also that's part of the test too is um, you know earthquakes don't happen indoors and so you can you can kind of uh, see you know at the real temperatures and real winds and mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of rain in San Diego, but you know when it rains, um, you know have, have some of those effects as part of the test.
1: Yeah, we were able to do some other fascinating tests as well. Um, one thing I can think of now, I don't, I don't, I don't know how they do it in indoor facilities, so I'm not going to compare. But we are able to do fire testing. Uh, I, I remember, you know, and oh yeah, setting you know a floor of the building on fire and seeing what would happen. You know how the structure. Oh would wow. Play. Yeah, so I don't know how that would be done in an indoor setting safely. Maybe it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not familiar with it, but I know since lot we're lot outdoor, we can
0: do it. <laughs> yeah, you can also. I've seen a couple of your your tests where you can you can fly drones around it while you're doing the test to you know take different imagery from, uh, you know aerial angles and you know have a, a much more thoroughly documented test plus a really cool video just. You know, right. Just for entertainment purposes, but um, it's, it's yeah. We amazing. we've
1: done we we have some drones on site where we, we have uh, our IT managers actually our drone operator and he's fantastic. Um, he flies the drones during the experiments, does all sorts of uh, video capture or imaging that that the researcher needs. Um, other advantages that we have, we since we're outdoors, we can use you know innovative techniques like GPS monitoring systems and things where you can't really use when you're indoors because you need uh, clear air above <laughs> um mm-hmm. and we've done quite a bit of work with lidar we're trying to get into more um, newer techniques you know using the photogrammetry dic any, anything the researchers can think of we're, we're willing to try out and test out and do on our system here wow so
0: aside from kind of the, the full scale, full building tests. What kinds of things um, do you guys test? I've seen uh, kind of, you've got a, a large soil box as well there. Um, you've got some cranes. Um, what kind of other tests do you, or, and structures do you guys test?
1: We we test all sorts of things from, like you mentioned, we have soil boxes where we can do uh, some geotechnical work. We can look at liquefaction. We can look at soil structure interaction. We can do hybrid simulation where you would have uh, part of the specimen or your structure uh, simulated in a computer environment in real time and push the, the information from that simulation and control the shape table and kind of feed them one uh, back and forth. We, we've tested components, uh, let's say, uh, transformers, uh, different various uh, components of uh, energy distribution systems. There's been, um, I can think, um, a wind turbine for uh, oh, wow. electricity. Yeah, it was, a, it was massive and <laughs> super tall and we were able to just test it on the shake table. Uh, we've done, we can do all sorts of different interesting tests and since we're, uh, Outdoors again, we can have cranes. Uh, you, we we all we have our own crane on site. Um, we have a seventy-five ton crane, but uh, a lot of times, if we need something bigger, we can just bring in bigger cranes and just set them up and, and just roll with it. It's pretty good. That's
0: awesome. It's it, it, it's always fascinating to be like, okay, what's what's coming next at the shake table, and and you know, it's usually a few months down the road because I mean, you're doing full-on construction projects for a lot of your a lot of your tests i mean it's like actually building a building because you're actually building a building um and so that it's uh very different from some of the other nary facilities where you know okay you know we're going to simulate a building that's 10 feet tall you know instead of uh you know the full the full-scale five-story structure (laughs) And didn't that building have a working elevator in it? The,
1: uh, the it, one with the hospital room? It did. It did actually. Good Good memory on that one. Yes, it had a fully working elevator. And that's something you can't really do at scale. You know, you can't have an elevator that's, you know, one third scale. <laughs> it doesn't really exist. Yeah. So yeah, it, it really helped that's out um, to have this capability to, to do full scale structures. You can test different components that otherwise can't be tested.
0: So, so that is how it's currently configured. But as we've alluded to, there are some changes afoot. Um, so, so what is what are you guys doing now? When so you're in the heat of an upgrade that is, you know, got a few more months left on it. So, what are you, what are you guys doing? And then, what are uh, the advantages of the, the new configuration when it's finished?
1: Yeah, uh, we are currently in the middle of an upgrade project. Um, we're taking this facility to the next level. Um, It was originally, when when the facility was originally designed and built, it was designed with this upgrade in mind. Um, But at the time, due to funding restrictions and other factors, it was only built in this this current configuration. So what we're trying to do is move this facility, not trying to do, what we're actually doing is moving this facility from being a single degree of freedom Shake table, which means that we can shake or simulate an earthquake in one direction, let's say forward and back. We're, t- we're moving it to a six degree of freedom uh, shape table, which means that we have the ability to reproduce earthquakes in all six degrees of f- motion, which would be forward and back, you know, side to side, up and down. And then we can do the rotations of roll, pitch, and yaw. Yeah, so this would simulate an earthquake in all possible directions of motion, um, which is incredibly useful for this, for the next wave of future research. Um, What we had in the single degree of freedom was already state-of-the-art, but when you have the six degrees of freedom capability, you're pushing it to the next level. And we will be able to simulate things that we couldn't simulate in the past.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode of Design Safe Radio. This show is sponsored by the National Science Foundation grant number 1612144. You can subscribe to Design Safe Radio on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. Please leave us a review so we can improve the show. Please also help others find our episodes in iTunes. Thanks for your feedback and support. You can find out more about Neri at designsafe ci.org. On Facebook at Design Safe Radio or on Twitter at Neri Design Safe.